So today we're going to be talking about the importance of having an emergency fund. And here's some interesting facts for you. In 2018, a financial survey conducted determined that 53% of Canadians live paycheck to paycheck and that 49% of us have no money set aside for an emergency. And then what's interesting about all of this is that during the pandemic, 40% of Canadians pulled from their emergency fund. So that's all just to say that it's so important to have an emergency fund in case something happens. And I'm going to let Alin take it away for you and talk about the importance of that. You're listening to The Financial Architect for Canadians with Alin Godfroy and Glenn Baccaro. Like Glenn said, it's extreme, especially 40%. Yeah, 40%. Wow. I didn't know that's that, so yeah. that's a, that's a lot. into it. Yeah. So the key is if you haven't, if you don't have an emergency savings, I'm going to say this. Having a line of credit is not an emergency savings, right? So I know a lot of people say, well, I have a line of credit. Well, that's great, but that's not money you're taking from and then you don't have to worry about replenishing it. You have to pay off that line of credit. So if that's your idea of an emergency savings, I hate to say that's not the best emergency savings. So what I would recommend if you don't have one is to look and say, okay, what do I need to run my household for a month? Um, you know, so how much is it cost for, you know, your mortgage, property tax, utilities, groceries, you know, have a rough estimate. If you say, okay, you know what, it, it costs us $4,000 to run our household. Um, you know, that's sort of the bare bones if something catastrophic happened or, and it doesn't have to be catastrophic. It could be something minor. Um, but you want to say, okay, if it's 4,000, then make that your first goal is save $4,000. You've got one month and then two, three, and if you can get all the way up to six months, um, that's a really healthy way to have some emergency savings set aside. And you could save it in a bank account. I find that when people log on to their banking and they see that number all the time, they find ways to spend it. So <laughs> you're better off if you can set up a tax-free savings account or a non-registered account that isn't tied to your online banking where you see it all of the time because then people make justifications for taking that money. Kind of out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah, so sort of out of, out of sight, out of mind. And, you know, things can happen like, um, you know, I, I had this happen a few years ago. Um, I had a, a dog that got sick and man, it was like five grand in vet bills and it can add up yeah. in a real hurry. So you can have an animal that gets sick on its unexpectedly. Um, you know, sometimes you have a little fender bender and it's cheaper to just fix your vehicle or the other person's vehicle without going through insurance. Um, how, you know, house insurance claims, same type of thing. Um, I have one client, she fell, um, in a parking lot and, uh, she broke her shoulder. She wasn't able to work for a few months. So, uh, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't a situation where, you know, she could go, you know, sue somebody or whatever. So, um, thankfully she had the emergency savings and she said to me, Alin, like, thank goodness you taught me the importance of putting that money away. Uh, obviously nobody saw COVID coming, right? Um, or think about, you you could end yeah. up with, you know, the flu and feel like garbage for a week. And then it takes you a week to, you know, to get back to normal. Well, then you've missed, you know, two weeks of work, two weeks of pay. Uh, you know, those are little situations that can come up that can really derail your finances. So I think the key is looking and saying, okay, how much do I need to run my household and have a plan to start setting aside that money? Because using your line of credit as a crutch isn't necessarily the best bet. And also our interest rates are going to go up, right? It's it's just a matter of time. So if you have a line of credit, your line of credit payment is going to creep up as you continue to use it. So making sure you're diligent and setting up some emergency savings is really important. 
Yeah, I think that's all we can pretty much say on that one. It's very important to have an emergency savings or an emergency fund that you can draw from in the case that you lose work, you're not able to you know, provide for your family, you don't have income coming in. And as Lynn said, it's best to have at least three to six months worth. So figure out how much you're paying every month for your household to run, what are your expenses, and then figure out how much you need to put away to save for at least three months, bare minimum. Can I just add one thing sure. to that too? Also, teach the teach this and the importance of this to your kids. Because think about how many young people were working at malls and restaurants that were closed because of the pandemic. Yeah, okay, they're Serb and everything else. But we never know what's around the corner that, or, or perhaps you're in a job that you don't necessarily enjoy. Having that emergency savings, you can be in a position where you think, all right, you know what, I really have to get out of a, a toxic workplace Having that emergency savings gives you the power to get out of there, and then you can start looking for something else as well, too. Yes. So not only is it important for adults that are running a household, it's important for young people as well, too, so that they can make sure they have money to pay for their you know, cell phones, gas, insurance, etc. The earlier you can get in that habit of having your emergency savings fund, the better. And I promise you, the more money you have set aside, the better you will feel as you grow and accumulate that emergency savings, you will sleep so much better at night. I think you brought up the, a really good point, like especially if you want to lose, uh, leave your job, not lose your job, but if you want to leave your job, mm -hmm. right, we're in the middle of what, what are they calling it, the great resignation right now? Yes. That's yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And if you've got like two to three or four months saved up, you know, an emergency fund and you're like, okay, I'm done. I, I've had it. They keep, you know, piling on work for me. Um, you've got a really good cushion there, especially if you're single, you know, you're at home, you don't have any dependents. You've got a good three months to be able to go and look for another job. Yeah. And Just if you decide to leave, then to you're probably not going to qualify for unemployment. Right. Right. So that's the key. Actually, I just spoke with a client the other day and because he had quit a job and there wasn't a long enough time period before he started his next job where he actually got laid off, they're actually investigating the claim. So he's sitting on wow. waiting to get $2,400 of unemployment. So for right now, this man has been unemployed since before Christmas and hasn't had a dime come in because unemployment is still looking at it. Well, they're super busy right now. So you can imagine it's going to take time for them to get to this man's claim. You know, it's just, you never, again, you never know what's around the corner. So I think the key is you can just make better decisions. You can just sleep so much better at night if you have some money set aside, knowing that you have that contingency plan for yourself. I think sleeping better at night is a real good incentive to have an emergency <laughs> fund. For sure. Yeah, knowing that you have a couple months where you can actually have that safety cushion to fall back on if you need it. All right, so I want to thank you so much for joining us here at the Financial Architect for Canadians. My name is Glenn, this is Olin Godfrey, and we're so happy to be here. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.